horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> no. There's no water bit now. God. Oh, Welcome to the whole lot of not a podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, oh. oh my god. You have to hold your. Uh, you have to hold your stand. <laughs> All right. Jeez, oh I'm ready. Oh, <laughs> All right. Who invited this guy? <laughs> Is this your first day or what? What do you know here? It's the shitty quitting. <laughs> Goddamn Jeff Bezos. Be nice. I, tell you? I can't work like this. Hostile work environment. For HR all the viewers care. listening, uh, if we're using this footage, Darren is currently trying to uh, replace his uh, microphone. It's not going well. Sponsored by G's Pizza tonight. We have uh, a G's Pizza moment. No free ads. No free ads. No free ads. No yeah, ads. no free ads. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Except for you. Okay, I was going to say, I can appreciate that. No. A little arcade <laughs> shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to fucking fix your shit or what? Aren't you like a mechanic or something? He's having a time. This is, not, <laughs> this is a Donut Media episode. Okay. If you guys watch Donut Media on YouTube, this is Donut Media in a nutshell right now. It's what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh god, I hope this isn't how it actually starts out. <laughs> no, it's just for this. Is, it's all for the this bit. Is the bloopers. <laughs> this is the bloopers. Yeah, he's, he's committing to the bit. Yes, I've never seen something god, more sexy in my entire help? life. I think you're turning it the wrong way. You are turning it the wrong way. You're not turning me on. Cr- oh Lefty, my God. Lucy, righty, tighty. Jesus. Come on. I was having fun just watching him struggle. How many? How many guys does it take? <laughs> Two, because everyone else just fucking sat on their asses. Yeah. God, I sound really good in your mic. No. <laughs> Maybe. It's a pocket knife. <laughs> Tighten it until you think you can't tighten it anymore, and then tighten it some more. <laughs> I, think I think you're good, maybe. Careful with the table, it was free, alright? Don't fuck it up. <laughs> alright, let's try this again. Welcome to the whole Lot of Not a Podcast. Now that Connor's peeing, I think. It took us what, five minutes for a pee break. This good, is good start. Three minutes and forty-two. This is a good start. I anyway, before we started, <laughs> Connor. Ooh, Connor. He shut the door. He might be pooping. <laughs> oh, poop talk. Can we just? So my dad start? actually texted me. You need these to display cutting boards. Didn't we just talk about that? What the about like thing? pieces or something to display? Oh, send uh, a photo of. Send them a photo of me. All right. All right. Let's try this again. Our lives are not in shambles. Um, Speak for yourself. Oh, well, okay. Welcome back. Boys. What's up? Howdy, howdy. Happy Friday. Hello. We uh, got a special guest in house here this evening. Please don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Don't tap the mics. Don't. Ever. Kelsey might kill you. <laughs> you might. Keep telling me not to. It's going to make me want to do it more. It's a number uh, one rule. Don't touch the mic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need like a whole notebook of paper for stuff to edit and clip and everything for this week. Little, 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 what are your little, notes little. right now? I have 
four times wrote down already, and we are less than six minutes in. All right. We're doing great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got Dean Brown in the house. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I, I Honestly, this is going to be such a learning experience for me tonight, and I'm really hoping Derek right now chokes on that and then spits it all over the place. Oh, Derek? Yeah. Derek? Who the da- fuck Darren, is Derek? Darren. God damn it. The microphone. This is this is just so not I'm not used to this like microphone. It's weird. Flesh, at first. I, yeah. Yeah. I have to like second guess what I'm saying. You don't have to wear them if you don't want to. You gotta just ignore the buzz. The but you forget about the buzz. Yeah. When after, you're in conversation, yeah. it's gone, you yeah. know. As soon as we get like on a roll, you don't even hear it. Our three listeners feel a lot never hear right the now. buzz because yeah. we always <laughs> take it out. <laughs> right. What? I feel what? a lot better right now. This this feels just so much better without the headset. I think it was the buzzing. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. Yep, I just don't care. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me. You yeah. get used to it. Yeah, <clears throat> I appreciate you guys bringing me on the show. I have a lot to say, and you know, I don't really know what the topics are, but I'm hyped. The topics, to start the topics are you. Whatever oh, you have no. to tell. Oh goodness, whatever you have yeah. to tell us, tell well, us about yourself. Well, we were talking about the coin star. We were talking about the the death water. Uh, the guy who did the death water, if I remember right, uh, he did like three hundred million dollars in sales. And it wow. originated from him talking to like skateboard guys that like would drink the monster mm-hmm. energy drinks, but they would dump the monster out of the water. So there wasn't anything that was like aggressive looking or kind of monster themed or cool. There was no cool water, right? You know, yeah. the the only difference I think is because it's in a can. Like you said, they're they're so used to drinking monsters and picking up the can. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I, if it's a pop or whatever, I would much rather just drink it out of a can. It's not the water aspect. It's the feel. It's the can, yeah. It's the motion, the feel. Yeah. So I totally liquor. understand. Yeah. So it's not sparkling water. It's just no, they it's have just a carbonated it's one, straight yeah. water. Oh. Like the death yeah. It's just like regular water. Because we it were just... in Traverse City for my sister's bachelorette party, and they were I was pregnant with Maddie, and we went to the bar, and... I wanted a water, and they didn't sell, like, tap water or anything, so I had to buy a liquid death. Don't mm-hmm. fucking do it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, give us that terrible audio. Please do not. It's worth the $2 a can. Give give Kelsey something to edit later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my buddy Josh had a whole case of it. I was like, what's this? And he's like, oh, it's like death water or whatever. It's, it's like the new badass water, and I'm like, oh. Can I have one? He's like, yeah, it just tastes like water. I'm like, all right. And I did all the research. You know, this is when they first came out or whatever. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, this is just a whole. It's kind of like the, I don't know if you guys knew that 50 Cent came up with vitamin water. Nope. I did no. not know that. Yeah. I mean, we, we have to double check on Google. Do we have a, a what, what's it What's it called? A that's, Jamie? That's her. Yeah. I can figure it all out, right. Kelsey. She's just slacking. <clears throat> Jamie, do you mind pulling that up? She's writing too many. Uh, Time stamps down. Yeah. yeah. So we'll keep fucking just, up. Just write yeah, the beginning. Like the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Scrap it. Scrap it. 50 Cent uh, came up with the idea of like a, originally of like a, I don't really know how to describe it, like a energetic or vitamin kind of water feel. Because there was nothing on the market that was like, other than Gatorade and just regular water. He wanted something that was like nutritious or whatever. And he ended up selling it to like Coca-Cola for like $50 billion. Something Jeez. insane. It says he once made $100 million selling water. Yeah, the vitamin water brand, and then he didn't own vitamin water outright. He had like other investors, so he didn't get the fifty like billion or whatever it was, twenty billion dollars right. from Coke. But he got a good payout on it. I remember he right? at least got fifty cents. <laughs> you know, fifty cents got at least fifty cents. I, I sure hope so. Fifty cents ain't worth much anymore. With <laughs> a Pokemon card. Yeah. Well, I guess speaking of Pokemon cards, 
what uh, what's your business? All right, so what do you do, Dean? Well, I used to own a pizza shop. Yeah, in town. the best that. fucking pizza in the I'll be honest, goddamn town. Never had it. You suck, dude. The PB peanut butter, the peanut butter and jelly. You know, Jared came. My, my manager, Jared, he came up with the most craziest fucking ideas. Can I swear on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Yes. dude, let it fly. <laughs> so <laughs> he came up with the most craziest ideas. He'd be like, "Hey, I got this like unicorn freaking cereal pizza. Can we do it?" I'm like, Jared. Here's three hundred dollars. Go buy whatever you want. If we can make a thousand dollars sales off it, I don't care. It's like if we can make money on it, I don't care. As long as it's as long as it's safe, and you know, right. as long as everything you know yeah. checks out by health standards, I'm all for it. Because we're doing stuff that no one else is doing in town. We get the best price, mm-hmm. and people know us as that. That's like our competitive edge. People know not to you know. I'm friends with buddies. You know, we're all good buddies. You know, their whole business model is alcohol and a bar scene sports and mm-hmm. they have the 50 year brand i mean yeah. they have the brand in town is pizza when you think yeah. pizza in northern michigan you think cheese 100 percent. so i had to stay competitive on other aspects of it i need to be competitive with the price and uniqueness and i can't really offer a whole lot else because i don't have a liquor license i wasn't gonna spend a quarter of a million dollars in a liquor license uh, yeah the money isn't there for me but that that was my former business as a pizza shop i hated it though i absolutely hated it i Why? can't do customer service that, that's why me. you hated it. I hated it. I so said the money was cool, but I can't do customer service. What do you mean? I, like, give us a further explanation. I'm sorry. Uh, like dealing with people. Every dealing with day people. And I can't deal with. Pe- I'm a people's person, but I can't deal with somebody calling and saying, "Hey, we got a large pepperoni pizza tonight. There were 16 slices of pepperoni on it last week. We got 17 slices of the little not not slices of the pizza." Right. The, but the pepperoni. No. the pepperoni people I swear people no would way. call people would call and they would give us the most BS like Jesus problems Christ. and I would literally just hang up on them like, people would know me <laughs> people would know if, if they were talking One to star. me because <laughs> yeah. I would always hit them with like they'd be like okay well, I don't want to talk to the manager I swear to god I would put it down I'd pick it right back up like oh I know Dean I'm gonna, I want you to put the phone on the Dean I put it back down I'd pick it right back up I was ruthless I didn't care at the end of the three years I could care completely less that shit was all over. I didn't want to deal with any of it anymore. The money was cool, don't get me wrong, but I learned there's a sense of money to sanity that you have to right. find in business. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if it makes millions of dollars or if it makes two dollars. Mm-hmm. You you have to be able to get up and enjoy what you do, because otherwise it's not worth it. Not at all. But uh, now I'm in the arcade space now. I'm in the child casino business. Child <laughs> casino, I love it. I, I, always, I, I always put it that way, because it's what it is. You know, we have Kids that come up, they play the machines on the game of chance for Bulbasaurs and mystery boxes and Fortnite cards and all the stuff that they want. And it's so lucrative. It's like a dollar it. a pop? And a dollar per play. And it's Jesus so Christ. lucrative. It's so lucrative. I, I, I told myself, I have 147 business plans. You can use Seth as a reference on this. He's seen it. 147 business plans I wrote up. I've only executed two of them. Pizza shop, this arcade business. Arcade business, it's, it's low entry. The machines don't cost much. You, there's no real concern because if I can't get them landed, I can always sell the machines. Right. And there's no other like monthly. There's no monthly subscriptions. There's no serious concern if everything falls in hail. If, if every business in Michigan fails, then I'm out of business. But as long as businesses are staying running and I can get it into that business, we're rocking and rolling. And as of tonight, we're in a new location. I, I don't want to shout it out, but we're in a new pizza shop in West Branch, and I'm ecstatic because that location is going to be cash flow positive. Like four digits I'm thinking potentially four digits like that's how much these machines can make well if you think about it when you were a kid 
Like, how many times did you beg your parents to give you a quarter or a dollar? All the time. All the time. Well, yeah, back in the day, it was 25 cents. Yeah. They had a fucking dollar. The main ones I hit up were Kmart. Yeah. Yeah. I love Kmart. Well, we went with my grandparents every, like, two to three, maybe even every single day in a week. Two or three days or more a week. And the first thing we did when we walked in... Can I have a couple quarters and we'd sit there and play and play and play at the arcade, win nothing or like a stuffed <laughs> animal that would get left in the eatery or lost in the bathroom or something. But well, for parents, when you're at a fucking restaurant or something, it's get rid of your kids. It, it, it gets rid of your kids, and I marketed that. But I I actually go into businesses and market as child control. It is for all businesses. It gives the kids something to do. Yeah, not they're not running around the restaurant acting like. Animals, hundred percent, and they're just once they're old enough to be able to like, do that. As long as I can see you, go have fun. I mean, it used to be here, have a couple bucks, but now it's probably like here, 20 have twenty bucks. bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're back in five minutes. I need yeah. 20. Yeah. twenty bucks. I see it all the time at the ice arena. I got a the Gladwin ice arena is my like, one of my best locations right now this oh, winter, sure. and they give hundreds of kids that come through there on the weekends, hundreds, and they all play the machines. Oh, yeah. I have to wait in line. If I go there on a Friday to check my machines, I have to wait in line to my own machines. And it's never, <laughs> I've done a lot of successful, you know, self proclaimed successful things. Having to wait to go to your own claw machine yeah. was the biggest, like, uplift my whole life. I can imagine. Like, I've been called, like, cute or handsome. I could care less about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait in my own line to get there. Just was amazing. It just felt so good. So, how did you come up with that as part of a business plan? Like, where did the idea come from? It started with $80 sticker machines. I swear to God, $80 sticker machines on Facebook Marketplace. The little where you put the 50 uh-huh. cents. Yeah. yeah. Stickers. I was like, can I make money with this? And I was like, fuck, I'll just buy one. I bought one. Got it at Big Boy. I'm like, all right, you know, if it makes a few bucks, cool. Made $100 in the first month. I'm like, okay, there's something here. I was like, I only got $80 in the machine. We made our money back the first month. I was like, there's got to be something I'm doing wrong. Like, something doesn't add up. So I bought more. And I was like, okay, what else can I do that's in this industry? And then I got into the arcade stuff, and I was like, all right, let me do my due diligence before I go blow like, a bunch of money on machines and you know make a bad business decision. So I called every arcade guy in Michigan. So I know all of them. So I know all the guys that are doing this. They're all 59 or older. They're all like in the retirement age. So none of them are doing it. So I'm the only like young, quote-unquote, guy that's doing this. And I was like, all right, if I'm the only guy doing this, these guys are all going to like get old. They're not going to do it anymore. So I could get in, get these locations on the long term, and the more I get, the more cash flow positive this business is going to be. So I got the arcade machines, put them in. They sucked the first two months. I made no money. I was like, damn, all three grand in machines. We made no money. I was like, this is not good. So then I got a couple new locations. They were really good. And then I got the Gladwin Ice Arena. And I really realized, okay, I can actually do this. We can be seriously cash flow positive, make some serious money. Because we did $1,700 a month in December just at Ice Arena, just at the Gladwin Ice Arena. So they got a handsome payout. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of prizes. We're very fair with our prizes. That's always a uh, it's always a hot topic. Thirty percent product cost, so we're very fair. Pretty much everybody wins if you play it enough. So, and we do good products. Well, and if so, you think about it too, if you get like connections and talk to these people that have been doing it forever, once they're ready to be done, they yeah, consider, hey, I know this guy that he's young, he's going to be doing it for a long time. I consider selling myself to him and have him take over because I know he takes care of everything. Exactly. These guys have older equipment too, so like when I go in, I can hit him with the brand new equipment mm-hmm. it's all nintendo theme or like pokemon themed, so it's really attractive it's all rainbow colored and yeah really mm-hmm. fancy and because most people just like everyone right now they got toy soldiers and like this is like all the old equipment yeah. so 
nobody has anything new because nobody wants to. They've been nobody making wants to pay the money. six figures for the last several years. They don't care less yeah. what the equipment is because they're already making the money, so they don't care. So I'm still so, taking it slow. And obviously, this is like all cash, so you can. You can fuck around on your taxes too. Okay, well, hold on. Work. <laughs> so, hold on. so I'm not a financial advisor. Anything I say cannot be used against me. Also, any tax purposes that I, I say right now cannot be used against me. If the IRS is listening, not actually Dean Brown. This is the X nay on the X tape. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can deduct. I can deduct the machines out. I can deduct my truck. Right. I have my you mileage can, rates. I can. I can deduct yeah. if I wanted to. Fuel. Yeah, you guys are business. You guys, yeah. you guys. So, yeah, and that's just the thing between the maintenance and all. Like, I'm doing temporary arcade setups this summer. I didn't really want to do that, but I think there's some deductions that I can get away with doing, like, the tents and stuff like that nature. Because, like, we're going to do, like, the 4th of July event. I'm going to bring some at the St. Holland Power, St. Holland Fireworks. Yeah. So I'm going to bring some equipment in there. There's a bunch of people that go to the fireworks. Yeah. yeah. I saw yeah, you. Oh, fuck. I saw you posted something. Dude, I was so hyped when they said, oh, it's only $50. We'll let you bring some equipment. I'm like, 50 bucks, that's it. <laughs> I was like, if this can make two grand in a night, hell yeah. I just got to drop the machines off and they make money on their own. Yeah. I don't have to you do don't anything. You don't even have to be there. Yeah, I can right. just go, because I'm bringing the Razor and arcade equipment, so we're just going to ride Razors all day. And I'm hoping, hoping there's some money in those machines when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's going to be. Especially sure. think about how many kids were there, too. Right. Yeah, there's there's so many kids. people. There's a ton of that's people be that a, go there. That's going to be a good weekend. You know, it, it might it might flop, make $200. It might make two grand. I have no idea. That's why I'm trying to just try it out. Right. I don't but if really, you make $51, it's worth it. We made fifty one dollars, kind of worth. Yeah. It's, so, I mean, you you guys are in the moving. You guys are in the moving business. Yeah. You guys know it's, it costs a lot of money to move yeah. stuff. So. Yep, <laughs> that sure does. <laughs> Mister CDLA, Mister Semi Truck Driver, Big Time Eighteen Wheeler. <laughs> if you need some machines moved, we can get you a card. <laughs> I was thinking about that on the way here. I was like, man, maybe I can convince them to bring my arcade equipment to the St. Holland Fireworks, and I'm like, they're gonna probably want like what a hundred bucks, probably two hour bucks. minimum. <laughs> Probably, probably pretty expensive. It's like yeah. it's gonna dilute my money. I'll have your profits. You won't make any money that weekend. <laughs> well, I got my flatbed trailer, so I was thinking I'll just load up all the equipment on there, and then my side by side on the back, and I'll huh. just go to St. Helen for the day, and it should go good. Should. So, like, how many locations do you have right now? He's counting on his fingers. I got like six or seven, plus plus the new pizza shop. So eight. Is it one machine or you got multiple? Multiple, I had a couple. So I think yeah. I got about 20. I, I buy and sell machines too, so I don't really. I think I got like 20, between sticker and arcade equipment, like 23 machines right now, I think is what I got. I had 30 something, but I sold a bunch recently to the Yogi Bear National Park or okay. Yogi Bear yeah. and Grayling. Campground and Grayling, whatever it is. They bought some from me. They're buying nice. some more, I think. So cool. We're, we're still working on the price on that. Um, do you want to see. <laughs> if you want to see hey, some boo-boo. examples of the machines and stuff, what's your uh, what's your TikTok? It's Dean. Uh, so we're not gonna plug the TikTok because no? that's like my personal. So I, don't, I, okay. I mean, we can we can plug it. I don't know what it that's is. That's up but, to you. I mean, uh, Dino's Dispenser is <laughs> on Facebook. Okay. The Dino's Dispenser is. Uh, it, it was Dino's Pizza Facebook page, and then I converted it to converted Dino's Dispenser, so that way we can keep the thousand <laughs> followers still. Right. Yeah. So that way, that way we still have followers. Yeah. And people left, but we, we're still at like nine hundred something. So. And I don't spam post. It's just like when we get a new location just, yeah. or really like the podcast video I did, which was I'm learning this podcast thing. is <laughs> it, it, There's so much to this. Like, I honestly, like, kudos to you guys. This is like so much setup work and like process you have to do for all this. This is like all the editing. like self. We had no idea. No. Yeah. Coming into this. We just, yeah, I'm nervous right now. We, we just did it. Yeah, we, we put just, like uh, we're almost as we go. You know? Yeah, we put like yeah. almost no effort into this. So really, yeah, yeah. just set I'm up. Honestly, we just, yeah, we <laughs> set it up. 
and drink a few beers and see what happens. It's pretty yeah. much what the podcast yeah. is. So <laughs> the setup is chaotic. Yeah. Once we get once we get going, it's yeah. kind of chill. The four of us went in on the equipment. And What's the equipment cost? A couple hundred bucks? I think I think each of us paid like 150 bucks. Yeah, yeah. something around there. Yeah, this could be the next so. Joe Rogan experience. We got a Jamie up there. I was gonna say we, we this, this, this could be this could be big guys. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. This could be this could be really big. We want to record like you did on yours, and if you want to uh, plug your podcast too, you can. Uh, so if you follow the you know, Dispenser Facebook page, you'll see my first podcast. I learned a lot. The audio I'm wasn't really right correct. Now. The lighting wasn't correct. The second camera quit 15 minutes in. I'm like, oh, so you're doing the video too. Know. So we just had the one camera. Yeah. And Tom talked, like how I'm talking, like this kept rolling. Yeah. And so it was so easy for me, but I felt like I wasn't involved. So I'm trying to figure out like how I can be more involved right. in the next one. Yeah, yeah. We already am following you. We're uh we're trying to me. get like recording situated, but our thing is is like we don't want to just set up a camera. In somebody's living room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. I mean once you guys get like a studio kind of planned out, <laughs> or, like a permanent right. setup. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a lot better. Yeah. Um, that'd be nice. Did you yeah. Just post yours like on Facebook and YouTube. Just Facebook and the my YouTube channel, which is personal YouTube mm-hmm. channel, because because I needed to make it so it's like a URL, so I could send it to right. people that wanted yeah. to see it. So, uh, so I, I'm not really looking to post it. I, it's really like I've told my businesses. I go in with the whole thing of like we could do short videos, little podcast <laughs> videos, and the the businesses that want it, we just do it, and then the ones that don't want it. Because, like I told the business, it's not really intended to be like the next big Joe Rogan experience. It's supposed to just be free advertising for the business. Yeah. Yeah. They can learn more about the history of that business. And it gives them a way to boast about their own. Kind of like right now, I get to boast about my mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. without having to, you know, go on my own page and be like, oh, look how great I am. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can just get put on my, you know, a stage from somebody else. So. Yep. Right. Look how great he is. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> um. Man, I had a lot of questions, but now I'm like, you gotta write like them down. Keep, I keep he's jacked up, so it's like making me like, all right. <laughs> yeah, mean, this, this is just so cool. I mean, honestly, like this is just such a like a like a professional experience. I, I wouldn't call it professional. <laughs> Semi professional. Yeah. Medi- yeah, mediocre. That's that's better put. <laughs> Amateur tattoo artist in a semi-professional race car. <laughs> So, I meant to tell you last week, when we didn't have power a couple weeks ago, we were rolling with DVDs in the PS3. And Rob and I, I was watching A Star is Born, because I love that movie. And Rob's like, well, we're going to have dinner, we're going to hang out with Maddie, whatever. Let's put on a movie that we've seen before, that way we don't really have to focus on it. So, what movie do we pick? Wow, Rob. Wild Hell Hell. Nice. We're like, yeah, we don't really have to focus on it. It took us forever to get anything done because we sat, watched the entire movie, quoted the entire thing from beginning to end. That like, movie like, gets it gets funnier every time you watch it. I want to watch time. it now. You like Wild Hog? Have you ever seen Wild Hogs? I've seen, I swear to God, I've seen 142 movies my entire life. That's not one of them. Really? And you, you might, you're probably thinking 142 is a lot of movies. No, it's not, not very many. I movies. think it's I think it's weird that you know that you've only seen we 142 count, movies. I haven't seen very many movies, so we counted on a road trip one time. That's because. <laughs> I swear, for six if, hours. We had I think trip. I've seen 142 movies this year, and it's only February My 2nd. whole life I've seen about like 142, 146. I feel like he doesn't waste time on movies because he's either Bitcoin. I was going to say, let me pull up the charts real quick. Like, I was going to say, I'm always trading or looking yeah, at some speculative assets. He's, so I'm I mean, always on the move on a business. He's, so he's, 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 investor, let me know. he's projected millionaire by 30. Well, explain we'll to me we'll this whole Bitcoin crap oh boy all right here we go everybody everybody <laughs> this is what he was in. waiting for <laughs> tune in. i was waiting for this i was waiting for the blockchain crypto talk 
I before I, we start, I don't get it. Before we start, is this call consultation free? So before I say anything <laughs> else, what I'm saying is not financial advice, and anything that is used or said during this podcast is not giving financial advice or personal financial opinions. So no one can sue me after this because I'm not a financial advisor. Because if you do give financial advice, you're not a financial advisor. You can't be sued for it. So, okay, so I'll see you after this. So what I'm saying, he just, right? Well, he, well, he just stated. Yeah. Yeah, so I already said it. So now so. I I'm good now. But um, but they, must be cut uh, the there's, there's a loophole somewhere. Yeah, yeah, cut it out. Yeah, cut it out. Maybe. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I I speculate. All, I speculate sealed video games to Pokemon stuff to uh, crypto. It, you know, I, I first heard about Bitcoin back in 2017. When I first opened the restaurant, which was December 1st, 2017. I heard about it, and it was like the news. You know, it broke like seventeen thousand dollars. I'm like, this is a load of crap. Who the hell would spend seventeen grand on some fake currency? And you know, I, I was always like a naysayer. And then six months in, I started learning. It's like, oh wait a minute, it's limited supply. Nobody, it's it's complete. It's five lines of code. Nobody can modify the code. There's this could be a trillion dollar asset, which it is currently. It, it's auditable. Everything's recorded. There's no way to like cheat the system with it, other than you know laundering, which exists with the fiat currency currently. And the the problem that I see with the dollar, which we learned during the pandemic, is it's inflatable. The Feds can go out. I'm not a political guy, but you know the Feds can go out there and print off whatever they want. Right. So our dollars are getting between you know worthless and less right. every single day. Um, look look at housing for example. Housing when we were in high school was sixty thousand dollars for a house in town was, you know, kind of the going rate. Right? You want a house in town now? You're talking 150 grand West Branch. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe even 200, depending on the house. So that just kind of goes to show that you got to be hedged against inflation. And I don't, I don't think Bitcoin's a solution, but I think it's a great asset to have in a balanced portfolio with other stuff. Like I'm not all in Bitcoin. You know, a lot of people think I, I, that's all I have, but I, I'm more liquid than anything else. I have more cash than I have anything else. Right. So, I just don't understand how it works. Like, so it's gonna be. This could be a ten-hour conversation or a ten-minute conversation. I'll try <laughs> to make a it. Short I'll version. try to give you a ten minutes. So buy low, sell high. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it, it's a it's a payment process that can be done peer to peer with no intermediary. Intermediary. So there's no exchange. There's no bank. There's no middleman that's watching the transaction. So if I wanted to send you Bitcoin, you send me your wallet address. We just there's no one. But how do you? How do you spend money this that doesn't exist? This isn't going to be exist? a 10-minute conversation because Rob is not going to be able to wrap his head no, around it. No, that's, you gotta, that's fine. I don't, you I don't gotta, I, I hear this like seven you gotta, days a week. So you okay. got to do like Bitcoin for idiots right now because I'm definitely an idiot. Write there, a book. There's a digital, <laughs> a digital gold asset that is only going to go up in value because people believe that it's going to go up in value for one. So there really isn't an intrinsic, or I shouldn't say intrinsic value. There's really no real value outside of what people believe similar to the fiat system that we currently have the dollar is only worth a dollar because we all you know believe that it's worth a dollar right people are trading bitcoin at forty three thousand dollars as of tonight because they believe it's worth forty three thousand that's what they high right now about forty three thousand i was calling the bottom last not this november but the prior november i was posting every day on my snapchat story fifteen thousand dollar bitcoin sixteen thousand dollar nineteen thousand i was like guys this is this is like the bottom and you know we doubled our money in a year solano did a 10x i was calling it at nine dollars eighty cents you can go back January 16th on my Facebook page. Look up old. I don't know if you can. You can see that I bought 170 Solana at nine dollars eighty cents because I posted it. Which I don't. I don't like to post my position because it looks like I'm boasting or bragging. Which I just. I just like to tell people just so that way they they know I'm actually invested. And uh, that that position is worth potentially I think like twenty thousand dollars now. But I've sold something along the way up. 
but off of a seventeen hundred dollar investment. So right, yeah, because I have you on Snapchat, and that's you, you all I see. see. And I'm like, this is cool, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know what this is. <laughs> rolling back, rolling back in Bitcoin. More or less, it's a great way to hedge against inflation. It's a digital asset that's only online. It's it, it's auditable. We can see every transaction that's ever happened, of course, across history. It's not inflatable, so no one can go out there and like just make twenty million Bitcoin out of out of, right. out of thin air. So there's only twenty million that are ever going to be in existence, and it's getting less and less every single day. So I remember when Bitcoin was like fresh and new or whatever, and I was living with my buddy at the time. Like he just like comes in my room and he's like, "Tom, we have to invest in Bitcoin. Like a hundred dollars, we're in whatever." And I'm kicking myself every day for not fucking doing it. What was it? What year was that? <laughs> Was like sixteen or something like that. Okay, so so it was like in probably in the thousands or something, or you know maybe lower than that. Yeah, but like if I could have, if I would have invested just a little bit. Yeah, it would have. It would have been worth a lot. Yeah. Even like I'm just like, well, I guess I fucking missed out. Whatever. (laughs) Well, I mean, I was kicking myself today because I literally slept into the market and uh, Facebook had earnings that they'd had a twenty percent gain right off the rip of this market. I was looking at it last night. I was like, oh, earnings could be really good today. I was like, oh, maybe I should pick some up. And then I was like, no, nah, I'll just, you know, I because I, I made I already made my, my gains on Facebook for the year. So I was like, I'm good. And 20% right off the rip. I was like, I just threw a grand in there. I could have had 200 bucks and I didn't even need to fucking actually do any real work. But I guess what I don't understand is how do you put a value on something that doesn't exist? Yeah, no, you're 100% <laughs> right. It's it's just whatever somebody's willing to trade for. It's yeah. like Santa Claus. You know, it, it it's. Uh, what do you mean, Santa Claus? Yeah, what the yeah. fuck do you mean, Darren? Exactly. The fuck, Darren. <laughs> Bitcoin what do you mean? is real. Same what do you mean, Derek? <laughs> Digitally, it is real. It's not physically real. Like, I have a hardware wallet. So, like, say, I want to sell you this beer. You cannot buy it with Bitcoin. I could buy it with Bitcoin. Yeah. How? Do you not, have not, a Bitcoin wallet? If you have a Bitcoin wallet. No. All right, then. Well, then what we the can't. fuck is a Bitcoin wallet? So, you know, you have Cash App, right? No, he no. does not have any do, So, you don't have any... I business and you don't have okay. I was gonna say we, someone in no, business has to have. I that. have Venmo and PayPal. How do you guys do transactions with your with your business? We do everything through cash, cash checker, just cash, <laughs> cash <laughs> checker credit. Really? Card. What yep. business? <laughs> does, that, does that like restrict well, you, you guys any or no? Stop holding the beer. Probably seventy-five percent <laughs> of our clientele are older. They right? Yeah. Right. Like my mom, I think hired you guys to move yep. uh, from Twice. Gladwin. She did. And I told, I, I told her old? actually to get you guys because she was like, can we move like the stuff? I'm like, mom, I will personally give you whatever amount of money. I don't well, want to so do it. So a few years ago when she moved to Gladwin, Rob and I moved her. Okay. And then she didn't tell me that. When she moved back to West Branch, she called and I was the one to talk to her that day. And she's like, yeah, I tried to talk to Dean and he told me to just call you guys. To I told move her I'd pay her any amount of money. I was like, I'll pay you four grand if I don't have to fucking lift well, the thing. Fuck, dude. Like, I would have knew that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, told, I told her. I was like, I do not want to. I've moved so many times. So my parents got divorced. I moved mm-hmm. to six different freaking houses. I got tired of moving yeah. real quick. So next time your mom calls, hey, I got to move, I'm going to be like, so did you talk to Dean? She's going to die in that house, I swear. <laughs> that house is paid off. She's dying in that house. That, that's not, nothing's happening. She ain't, she ain't moving. I ain't letting her move. But but I'll make sure to refer you guys. I, I like referring you guys. I appreciate it. So I got a nice uh, trailer and stuff, so if you need help getting machines over, let me know. Better than mine, because I got a really junk trailer. Right I got a now. 20-foot. 20 footer flatbed. You just got to cut them into some of the problems. I got a 20 foot flatbed, but it's off of a camper trailer. <laughs> no, this is like a. Like a real one? Yeah, 10,000 pound trailer. 
I'm just gonna show Rob my my ledger. This is the most physical Bitcoin that exists. There's half a Bitcoin on that. What does that mean? Half a Bitcoin. Holy shit! That's but a lot of how money. How do you have ten grand? It's like twenty. No, grand. what is yeah, it? Like it's like right a, a USB you're, thing. You're holding twenty grand right now. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. If you lose it, it's not a big deal. Because I have the passphrase. He doesn't have the passphrase, so I could I could set it up on another hardware wallet when I get home. I got like six of those sitting at the house, brand new on the box, ready to go, just in case if I lose one. Yeah. So I guess another question I have is when people say they're mining for Bitcoin, what does that mean? So the the how Bitcoin works is it, it solves complicated math problems. That's how the mining network works. So you build these like supercomputers with all these different rigs, more or less. I used to mine crypto as well, but you, you get all these rigs set up, so it mines all this uh, Bitcoin through the uh, the math mathematic formula. So there's all these complicated math problems it's got to solve to send crypto between different peer to peers. That's that's the whole mining process. Yeah, not just so if you want to send something to Darren, Darren wants to send something to you. It has to get mined and sorted to make that transaction happen. So it's a little, it's a little. I'm trying to dumb it down as simply as possible. It's really hard because I'm usually talking way. Way up here, I'm trying to like talk it down. You gotta here. go. You gotta come way down. So I'm trying. So like, I'm trying to pretend like you're explaining it to our daughter. Trust like, me, I, I I do this like seven days a week, so it's really it's still hard to this day to like try to like bring it down to like a really low. See, level that's that's explain. the thing. Like it's too complicated for the the thing you gotta know is just buy and hold. You just buy and hold it. Diamond it, hands, it, baby. Diamond. I'm not good with diamond hands personally. I've I've bought and sold too many times, but uh, you know. But but allocate a little bit. I'll, I'll I I tell this to everybody. Just just get a little bit, because eventually Bitcoin is gonna be a million dollars. I swear it's gonna be worth a million dollars. But what if it's not? Well, how do you know it's gonna be a million dollars? So BlackRock. So now we're gonna get into the more news part of it. So do you guys know who BlackRock is? Nope, no idea. BlackRock is the largest wealth manager in the entire world. They own eleven or twelve trillion dollars. To clarify, trillions of dollars is a lot of money. It's almost half of our national debt. That's a lot of fucking money, right? Yeah. They just approved the spot ETF for uh, Bitcoin like a couple weeks ago. And I was calling this all year. Eventually, it'd get, it'd get passed. So with what that means, there is now a way to trade Bitcoin on the NASDAQ. So all institutions now can buy Bitcoin. Because prior, they couldn't do it. So, <laughs> you so, lost them on so, NASDAQ. You lost so, me. Okay, <laughs> so, so Google and like all the big companies now can buy Bitcoin easily. People like you, you guys can go. To your, your 401k so they're going to buy up buy all Bitcoin. of Bitcoin. You can go to a gas station and buy In a matter of a week, they've bought 4% How of the entire supply of Bitcoin. How do you buy Bitcoin at a gas station? 4% doesn't sound like, like a lot. That's, that's trillions wow. of dollars. Not trillions, but like $100 billion. Something. In four weeks? In four in a couple of weeks, 4% of all Bitcoin is now held by BlackRock, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that is a lot. That's, Nobody yeah. holds that much. There's no but, entity that holds that much Bitcoin other than BlackRock right so now. So what would happen theoretically if they ended up with, say, Fifty percent of they won't own fifty percent. There's no way they'll be because so hypothetically, if it got to the point where they <laughs> wanted that much, Bitcoin's gonna be millions of dollars because people like me aren't gonna get rid of it. Right. I mean, granted, I can't really say that because I've sold it, but <laughs> there's people that won't sell it. Grayscale holds like four hundred thousand Bitcoin right now, <laughs> and they're not gonna sell it for chump change because they know it's long term. It's gonna be worth it because the the dollar is just gonna keep getting diluted. So they need t- like good assets that they can hold on to. So housing, that's why BlackRock's buying all the houses in, not Michigan, but the entire country. They're, they're going out buying single-family homes because single-family homes are needed. And I'm not saying that's good, but that's what they're doing. Right. So uh, those are all things, all assets that you should you know, keep an eye on for sure. Because <clears throat> doesn't Bitcoin, there's only so many of, of them? Like There's they, 21 million. And you can't, they can't make more? They can't make no. more of it. So... So currently, why can't they make more? Where did it come from to begin with? So Satoshi Akimoto is who made 
Satoshi. Yeah, Satoshi Akimoto. I keep. I always say it. This wrong. is the best scam artist of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. He really is. Basically, um, but, uh, <laughs> basically, but everybody believes that it's worth. Something. So pretty much, if I came out tomorrow and said, I have twenty-one million shares of. Titcoin. Yeah, hundred percent. You clip it at him saying, "If I came out tomorrow, <laughs> I just please clip it, there. clip it, clip it, clip it, clip it." Someone throw in the Discord channel of this fake coin that doesn't is- exist. I can make millions of dollars. You got to sell it just because you so, could trade with it. So people promise hey, you hundred percent words of the podcast. <laughs> so that's so number one. Welcome. You want me to leave? Tom? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no. We'll get Connor in here in a second. I feel like I've been hogging the mic. I don't, I don't mean to. We're gonna clip it starting with Rob saying, "If I came out tomorrow," and oh, then we're gonna have a dead space, and then it's gonna say "Titcoin." <laughs> nice. I'm all for it, please. Like I just don't get it because your normal transaction, say I want to buy this beer. Hey, it's, it's five dollars. You hand somebody a five dollar bill, and you get the beer. 100% and I'm all for the paper money. And like Bitcoin, I just don't get it. I guess because there's not an actual object that you get. Yeah, and, that, and that's fine. I mean, like it's not, it shouldn't be, Bitcoin shouldn't be viewed as a payment process. Bitcoin's never going to be used as a payment process. I mean, it can be, but it doesn't mean it should be. I think it's going to be looked at as more as like gold. Like right now, there's people that you guys know that are older. I'm sure Rich has gold in his basement side. You know, that's what it's going to be looked at, as, in my opinion, because it holds value. I mean, She's gold's like, a thirteen trillion dollar asset, or something, or twenty trillion dollars. Gold's like 13, I don't know. It's like thirteen trillion dollars. Gold is going up, right? Yeah. Gold's going up, but gold isn't going to go up at the rate that to keep up with inflation. Since we got off the gold standard in like seventy six or whatever it was, uh, the dollar has just just been inflated, and the price of gold's at like two thousand dollars an ounce. Which I was calling it at nineteen hundred. I was like, you know. A better price right now, which now it's like two thousand, which which isn't a big gain, right? Because it only gained like a trillion dollars, which it takes a trillion dollars to fucking move gold, you know. And that's just the thing: Bitcoin is only at a trillion dollar market cap. So over the course of the next ten years, it's gonna ten echo. At least I like to think, anyways. And it might not. That's why we're not fully invested in Bitcoin, right? I don't know. I guess I'm just too, I'm too stupid to have Bitcoin. Just buy and hold. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, I guess I just don't understand it. So. All you got to do is buy and hold, my man. All you got to do is buy and hold. Then why buy? You're just going to hold it and not sell it. For the financial reward, man. The financial reward. Financial freedom is what I live for. I put financial freedom above anything else. So if I put all my... (laughs) No. No. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) We'll we'll transition, you know? So if I put $43,000 into a whole Bitcoin right now... You'd be like forty-five. Huh? With fees, it'd probably be like forty-four, forty-five. You're trying to buy a whole coin right now because you have you gotta, fees. If you bought that much, you'd have to pay because you got to pay someone who's willing to give it up. It's still so a game of like, is it going to go up or is it going to go down? Because it does go down. It does go down. It 100%. doesn't always just go up. So it's either you get fucked or you don't. Well, if you hold on forever or the next five years, ten years, you'll you'll be in the money. It's Mark my words. It's a digital version of like stocks. Yeah. Stocks are in essentially of like themselves. the same. It's, you know market fluctuation and it's a different commodity that's not so it's not like an equity where so okay let me roll back so a stock like a share of stock of like ford or tesla or something there's an there's an, a value because there's an eps there's the profits that are coming in it's, it's it's based off of the metrics of the not technical support but the metrics of what the business is doing how many cars are producing what they're making elon musk shitting on twitter you know whatever people are valuing it at 
but Bitcoin isn't looked at like that. There's no there's no sheet to just say, oh, we made X amount of sales. It's just based off what people pay for it. It's like sealed video games. It's just it's just like any other commodity. It's all a hedge against inflation. That's all. I, 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 I just leave don't it as, fucking get it. it. We'll leave it as it's a hedge against inflation. It's a great way to hedge against So inflation. if I put 45 grand down right yes. now. Yes. Yes, Rob. Yes. yes. In, yes. Five, dude. in five years, Shut I'll be a millionaire. Up. Possibly. No. God, won't be a millionaire Damn. in five years, but in 10 years' time, you probably will be. Kathy Woods This thinks, is not financial advice. Do not go out and do this. Kath, Kathy Woods thinks about a million dollars by 2030, so it could be five years. But I'd probably say ten years. I Moving on. I just don't understand. Okay. Shut <laughs> the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> Here's moving. a new drinking game. Every time Rob says, I, I just, just don't, don't understand. understand. <laughs> Rob, you went to Road Warriors. How was that experience? It was great. I love four it. weeks of miserable hell, or was it? It was like... three. Oh, it was three, wasn't it? I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I it haven't was done hell, it in two but years. It wasn't four weeks. <laughs> five grand, right? Yeah, five grand. God. I actually had a good time. I mean, it was you could fun. Have put that five grand at a Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying oh. to get off that. That, that would have been in the time that he went through. When, when did you go through Road Warrior? Uh, I graduated last, last week. week so. Okay. So. I got you. You wouldn't have made much in the short term. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, getting your CDLA, it was probably like one of the best things I did. I thought, you know, in high school, I never wanted to go to, like, university. I always told myself, dude, you're not smart enough for university. You're gonna be like blue collar. You're gonna work somewhere, do blue collar stuff, or, or trade trade school. And uh, I dropped out of college, got into the business, and I've learned I'm always gonna be in business. Oh goodness, we have a we have a doggo, everybody, a happy doggo here at my feet. Yeah, that's always, that's Ozzy. He doesn't have any idea what personal space is. <clears throat> Such a nice dog. He's a good boy. He's good, an idiot. Good boy. But. But your road warrior experience, not cracked, bent, or broken. Everything is securely mounted. All my lights are working. <laughs> Ozzy, get my down. Air brake, leak, check, whatever it is. We don't do that shit anymore when you start, when you start driving. You yeah, so when that. you start driving, do you ever do a pre-trip or Yeah, anything? I do at Northern just because I like – I wouldn't do it probably for a lot of other companies, but I like where I work. So, I, I so definitely, like, do you do an actual pre-trip I don't or is it just do, like a quick walk around? I don't ah, do oh, what the good. state requires. No. I'll, like, I'll walk around. Like, I'll get up. Maybe it's 5 in the morning. I'll thump my tires, check the lights. And sometimes I'll do a bleed-down test, but, you know, yeah. obviously you know what I'm talking about. So – and just check the overall. I don't do no fucking thirty minute pre trip now, because because the state test can take forever. If you do like a full state test, pre- <laughs> yeah. fuck, yeah. no one's gonna do that. No. We do post trips too at Northern too. So like every, when we're done, we gotta check the truck over. Yeah. And, I, and I do it. I like I said, I do it just for Northern. So if Northern's listening, so <laughs> are you over the road or are you? I'm home over the road. Day? Yeah, and I did that because so a little of bit the of money. Con- oh, no, not really. It's really for. <laughs> So for context prior, when I sold the restaurant, I told myself, because I worked for three and a half years, I worked every single day the restaurant was open. I hated it. So I told myself when I sell the restaurant, I'm going on vacation for six months. I, I want to just go do whatever the hell I want. So I, for six months, I just went all over the country. I drove all over the place, and I realized I love driving. I love driving. I drove all over the place. I put like 20,000 miles in my old Chevy. I went all over the place. I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And, yeah, you uh, took a camper with you, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I took my little camper. I bought a little camper. I was like, you know, I'm just going to just go do it. This is the time in my life where I can just do it. I got no responsibilities. I got no debt. Nothing matters. So I was like, I'm just going to go do it. And I realized I want to drive for a living. I don't know how long I'm going to do it, but I want to drive. So I went and got my CDL. I was like, I'm going to be a truck driver. I'm going to drive across the country. It's going to be freaking awesome. And it has been. It really has been. It was the honeymoon phase is phased out a little bit. But the, for the first year and a half, dude, I, 
I still love it, but I really love trucking because it's because every day you wake up, you see the sunrise, you know, you see the mountains and all the places that I go. It's just absolutely beautiful. And I'm home every weekend. So it really works out for my lifestyle right now. It's free housing. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Free housing. I don't have to pay no rent. So it's free. Hello. You want to see so hi? out of all the places that you've been, where's the, your favorite place that you've seen? I'll tell you, I'll tell you both. The, the most hated, which is Humble, Texas. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, there's nothing humble about Humble, Texas. You will get <laughs> robbed, shot, mugged. All of the bad things that can happen will happen in Humble, Texas. Don't go to Humble, Texas. Uh, I like Pennsylvania. I mean, I've been all over, but I everyone like hates on Pennsylvania, but it's really... Jack. Humble. Jack, that's enough, buddy. Are you... It was fun for a few seconds. Now you're out of here. <laughs> I just love I, w- I love waking up on like an I-80 or I-76. I see the sunrise over the mountains. It's just beautiful. It's, there's never a point where I'm like, oh, I've seen it. It's always beautiful. Every day is like a painting in the sky. It's really nice. And I heard the company that you work for is really good with their drivers. And I took like, 17 days off, and they didn't bat an eye. I'm off for 17 days. Yeah, because nice. I... <laughs> and uh, that has a lot of value to me. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, they they talked highly about them there. They said that they yeah. sent a lot of drivers that way. What? And go ahead. I'm sorry. That's pretty much it. So <laughs> I'm not good at this podcast. I don't know why you guys <laughs> brought me on. And um, then yeah, no, Northern's great. You know, I, I'm not just saying that because they work there. Like genuinely, uh, I when I first went there, I felt like just so welcome. The owners were probably ninety million. Dollars. Steve's worth a lot of fucking money. Maybe even a billionaire. I have no idea. He's worth a lot of fucking money. Dude drives a regular pickup truck, regular Carhartt that's been used. He was moving boxes on the floor talking to people. I just thought he was like the janitor. So I chatted <laughs> with him. And, and then later on, someone's like, yeah, dude, that guy's worth like $90 million. I'm like, that guy? I was like, isn't he? Like, he was just mopping the floor moving boxes, wasn't he? And like, no, that's Steve. He owns Northern. He owns like, all this and everything. I'm like, oh. <laughs> It, it, but, he, but he treated me like a normal person. He right. didn't have any snotty attitude. He mows the lawn. He's like just, he's the owner that I would want to work for. Like when I owned Dino's, I was there working and I felt like my staff could definitely agree with this. And my you know, good staff could definitely agree with this. He'd be like, Dean was there. He was working. He didn't like, it was like all snotty or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe at times I was because I hated the customer, but you know. <laughs> but you didn't come in, expect them to stop what they were doing to make you something to eat and then leave. 100%. 100%. Yeah, exactly. That's just the thing is, in the not to roll back onto the pizza shop, I'm gonna try not to talk about that too much. But in business, you have to offer high wages or high work morale. You have to. That's the only way to stay competitive. Mm-hmm. I can't offer twenty dollars an hour at the pizza shop, but I can offer a GameCube in the third room, and you guys can go play it whenever we're slow. <laughs> that's and that's how you stay competitive in business. Hell it really yeah, is. Dude. Yeah, uh, say there's people that my old employees can definitely be like, hey, yeah, we had Wii Sports in there. We played Melee. We definitely like had four hours a day to just do whatever. Because if we were slow, I didn't care. As right. long as customers are served. If, like the, the kitchen's clean, like everything's good, I'm not gonna freaking be like, all right, well I'm only paying you ten bucks an hour, so you gotta go clean the windows. That's yeah, the worst. Right. That's gotta be the worst owner there possibly. If you're not offering a high wage, you gotta offer high work morale. It's as simple as that. Especially, Smart. especially if you don't have business, like, especially if you don't have like health insurance and like right. yeah. other stuff, because <laughs> that gets really expensive. But yeah, Northern's great. I, I'm happy to work for them, and they, I'll probably be working for them while I do OTR and eventually I'm building a house right now in the early process of now trying to pay cash for the whole thing, but. Well, it's, it, I'm learning right. building a house is expensive, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, I went into the yes. thing. Oh, dude, I got 150 grand. I can build a house. No, no, a quarter <laughs> of a million. Honestly, it doesn't matter what you build. It's, it's gonna be a quarter of a million, whatever the hell you build. I'm learning. So, I was like, well, 
guess I'm gonna drive over the road a little longer. So you are you driving uh, automatic or as a manual? I drive manual. Drive ten speed. Yeah. I th- we mostly have automatics, so it, I had to fight like tooth and nail to get a manual. Like I really? I had to like work my way up through the chain and be like, hey man. Let's go to the casino and like you know hang out with the staff and well, I'm really good I'm fr- I'm friends with everybody at work and uh, I, they did give me into a manual so I've had a few manuals I had a Peterbilt now I'm an international Peterbilt uh, kind of caught on fire what so, <laughs> nah, it was it was the truck's fault not mine it just kind of started <laughs> melting and it melted the trailer and burned down going down the highway so nice how was that experience you know. So it started with a power steering leak. I was on my way home. It was a Thursday. You got to get down. Did Thursdays. you do your pre-trip? I did do my pre-trip. Oh. I did. I, did, I swear. <laughs> I did my pre-trip. Power steering was good. I lost power steering. I don't know if you ever drove a semi-truck with no power steering. You can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you know, I've drove cars with no power steering. I, I don't think I don't think God himself could steer <laughs> a non-power steered 18-wheeler. It is God awful. There's a big weight difference there. It, it, 80,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> That's like three mamas, baby. <laughs> so I uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know where I was at. I was I went so far off tangent. But regardless, I, I, like, I like driving truck a lot. It's a lot of fun. You're talking about your truck fire. Power steering leak. Power steering leak. Yeah, so the truck <laughs> caught on fire. We had the power steering leak prior. Spent four hours waiting for the power steering to get fixed. Got fixed. Started rolling. Truck's pigtail was orange. I got wow. out there and I was like, "Oh, that's not supposed to be glowing orange." <laughs> I, was like, oh, I don't think that's supposed to be orange. And the whole trailer was like melted, and like the, the facade or the 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 nose of the trailer—I forget what it's called technically. But so the old lights went out, and I'm like, "Oh no!" So I called our mechanic. I was like, "Hey, buddy, I know we just chatted, but I got another problem." And the truck caught on fire. And he's oh, like, "Holy fuck!" He's like, dude, don't fucking call me. It's eight o'clock. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you to do it. We got to get this sorted out and. uh so they sent the repair guy who was not happy to turn around and come back. Got the truck situated. Well, it's not your fault that it's <laughs> on fire. <laughs> so we ended up. I ended up just bobtailing from like Detroit all the way to Claire just because of trade. Wow, they couldn't figure it out. Hmm. I like it a lot. It's I do miss the first year because Northern financially took care of us really well at first year because freight was like through the moon. So like bonuses every month, and I told that to Seth when I got him in. Seth uh, and I have not gotten very many bonuses since Seth has came in, so uh, no, it's it's really nice. They, they take good care of us. And the new building's really nice that they just opened. Hopefully, we can buy out Chris's everything one day. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Might be in the works to see it. I've been convincing work because I want I want a location up in West Branch, and they just won't, they they won't build. They they talked about building oh. a few times. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like everyone now, right? It had, I caught mine before it fell. We call it pain to be like me. Yeah, I'm right. just the best. You know, they don't make them any better. I got a question for you once I get sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm a little nervous. I'm really well, excited. It's like my first date. I feel like I'm on a first date. Like you were first date kind of nervous. Yeah, first date kind of nervous right now, guys. So how long have you been working? About two years. What a burning question. What a burning question. <laughs> That's not my question. question. I said it was a question, and I say it was a good question. <laughs> so what do you do? <laughs> no, they, they let me take whatever time I want off. Like, I, I guess it's about 17 days, and then Matt and I, and uh, obviously it's not all paid, unfortunately, but, you know, it, it, the liquidity of just being able to just be like, hey, I want, like, weeks off. They do not care, which is a big thing that... He's just so weird, isn't she? No, no he's, he's a boy. He's, he's not. He's not. No, he's not. Go to bed. Come on. 
But, uh, yeah, if I ever got into the trucking thing, I don't think I could do the over the road. Not for everybody. You know, if you got like a, like a wife and kid, like Seth has a wife and kid, and it, it, it is kind of different because you're away from your kid and your family. And it's it's like really I, mentally different. I think I could do like one or two nights a week, but, you know, five days in a row. We did four just, nights. Four nights, all three nights something, which isn't too bad, but it, it is kind of a lot. Though. Yeah. That's not bad, though. I mean, four nights and four and three. Yeah, and, they, and they, they, you know, they they work with you. So if you need an extra day, you know, I take long weekends pretty often. If I want to leave on Monday. Or, Are you trying to recruit me right now? Well, no, because <laughs> the, the recruiting fee is not too grand anymore. It's only like 500 bucks. I don't care. Fuck. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Connor. <laughs> no, guys. Sorry. Right. We'll uh, pull up in <laughs> and we train in house, so you don't even need to go to Road Warrior and spend five grand for we'll training in house. There you go. Wow. Free. <laughs> Let's all come to us. You could have gotten it free. But you'd have no, had to work for a little while. Before, they didn't have a contract. So, like, when Seth came in and he went through school, he didn't have to sign a contract. So, he could have left the same day. That's, you know. Wow. Right. But they changed that because so many people came in and oh, just took the seat out. It's like five grand for free, pretty much. So we paid for their housing, so like you could like go to Claire at the hotel because we like rented a hotel for the people that wanted to go and stay there. So you go to the hotel, go to class. And stay. So was good. there was a a guy in the class ahead of me. He he was an older guy, and he used to work uh, down like in Texas, Arizona, like on the border. And he was uh, in the service, obviously. <laughs> and he used to fly choppers and shit, too. And uh, so come to find out, like, he graduated or whatever. And I was talking to somebody that worked at Road Warrior. And I was like, yeah, because he was staying at the hotel there in Gaylord. And the water's exit. Yep. The water's. <laughs> and... He's like, she told me that he's like, yeah, so my first night there, uh, you know, there's a bunch of Mexicans that came in and I found out that they're uh, not legal. And illegal. So he requested to be moved and he's like, I don't feel safe here because I, I can't carry in here, number one. And number two. He's like, I don't know if I deported like some of their family members or something. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I guess that's kind of fair. So, he's like, I don't want them to fuck me. <laughs> so, I deported my family, so I don't want them to murder me. Did he get moved? Yeah, they moved into oh, another town. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I carried everywhere. Even at, when I was at the hotel that he stayed at, I carried everywhere. I mean, how, how are they going to know? Yeah, what's what's happens? Happens? It's not like you're kind of strong machine guns. <laughs> I know. Like I'm walking over the rocket line. Yeah. Yeah. How, how yeah, are they going to know unless they have metal detector or <clears throat> start shooting for something? I don't want to be racist. The Indian, I'll just say the Indian guy that kind of ride would care. Calhoun, <laughs> but I said it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun, though. I It was... I had a really cool instructor. He was like half suicidal, but like uh, enjoyable. That might have to be clipped that I don't know what. <laughs> he was like the he would just be like the most depressed ass motherfucker, but he was like the most awesome kind of just be around. He's not there anymore. He's in like the Marines or something. He's like he's like got off the lab. He's like I hate Road Warriors. Just join like the corpse or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, I liked everybody there. I had a good time. Are you on the wall? Did you get to be on the wall? They took that picture whether I'm on the wall or not. I don't know. 
out on the wall. <laughs> I drew a little dick on the wall when I, when I went there because I drove by my first, or not my first, my northern truck there one day. I just drew on it a little bit. This, I think it was high up if I remember right. It was really high up. So what did they yeah, take a picture of like everybody that passes? And, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they post on their Facebook page. Yeah, they post on the Facebook page. There was there was a guy named Ray. I love Ray. This old guy named Ray was in our class. He couldn't ship any beers. He couldn't couldn't do it. We we we, we literally all of us in, in like our little group nailed like we were good in the first like Ray couldn't do it. And he could not cut the mustard. And so Roadrunner was like, we'll put you in automatic. We'll oh, automatic. they told us about this guy. <laughs> he didn't even show up for the automatic because he just felt so down. And he just didn't have, like, the brain power because he's just so old. I mean, yeah. He was, like, 72, I think, or like, high 60s. He just couldn't do it. Why is he taking the class? He had a restaurant. So, so we talked about his restaurant because I was in the restaurant. So, so we talked about the restaurant. He's like, yeah, I kind of sold my restaurant. And... I don't have any retirement, so I still need to work. <laughs> and I was like, you know, aren't you like 72? And he's like, yeah, but it's, it, every day is a new day for opportunity. I'm like, dude, I'm 25. I should be staying at 72, man. You should be sipping on my ties. You should have invested in Bitcoin. I'm not sure invest in anything over the course of 50 years. Because yeah. no, it doesn't matter what you invest in. It's, it's, it's time. It's time in the market. Time is time the thing. Work. Yeah. You want you want to have as much capital in the market at all times. That, that's what it boils down to. But well, that's the S and P five hundred Bitcoin. I'm putting all my money in Bitcoin. I'm uh, a dollar uh, in Bitcoin. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Going under next week, guys. <laughs> you can clip it out if anything. She's right in time. But no, it, it's it's a lot of fun. I like what I do. I you know if you can wake up every single day and enjoy what you. So what's your next business? He's not going to tell you. Forty-seven business plans, two of them executed. We're we're kind of I guess. So what's the other one hundred forty-five? We're not we're not bringing up all. I, I got business plans from a toaster airstream idea called Toasties, where it's a big airstream with toast coming out of it, and you just sell toast. Like I have oh, business cool. plans like as small as that to scaled like trucking company ideas to. Like electric trailers for semi trucks, like okay, but those cost millions of dollars to start. I don't have that kind of cash. <laughs> electric trailers for semi trucks. Yeah, so this is actually something that's coming up now, and I I, th- I came up with this, which I can prove on Google Docs. Uh, I came up with this in like twenty twenty, where I I don't think electric cars mm-hmm. are the the fucking. I don't think that's like the move, right? I think having diversification and many different vehicles going forward. We shouldn't rely on just one thing, no matter what it is, whether it's gas, whether it's DTE, we shouldn't rely on just one person or one thing because they have the control, right? Right. So, my idea was why have electric semi trucks when we could just have be a hybrid like electric trailer? So, you put the batteries and make the trailer, you have the motors inside the trailer, wheels, and when you're at highway speeds, the trailer just kicks in and it kind of pushes you and takes some resistance with the motor. So, then you can just be more of an idle. And then, when, when weather conditions are bad, you wouldn't have the electric feature. But you'd get better fuel economy because you'd have a trailer pushing. Mm-hmm. When the trailer runs out, it recharges itself just going down the road when it's when it needs to get recharged. Or you can recharge it at ports, but because obviously if there's a brush motor or a motor is it will charge itself with time. Right. So I don't think that's like a groundbreaking idea, but it's one of them. I'm not gonna give you all my business ideas. Come on. It's one of them. Come on. You have a really unique business. I know we're not supposed to talk about it, but you have a really unique business that you guys do. And it, I, I'm really jealous because I don't see a lot of young people getting into businesses. Not not many people do. So you want to buy it? 
Shut up, Rob. Was it five digits or are we talking six digits? I don't know. Oh, what you have to say. Say. Oh. Shut up, Rob. I, I didn't know if he had like equipment or like you know, equipment. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't sure. Ten, I don't need to know. Ten bucks. Yeah. No. A week. But it's so Ten bucks a week. At the sticker machine there, man. She would do better than ten dollars. This has got Pokemon cards, Pokemon stickers, and it's sponsored by Dino's Dispensers and Arcade. No free ads. Killing the small. Everybody gets one. <laughs> I'm gonna beat that part out. I'm gonna take this. Thing, you know? <laughs> that's that's yeah. CDLB or CD, yeah, CDLB. Do you guys own that truck or do you guys rent that truck? We own that. Yeah. It's a chauffeur's. It's yeah. Oh, okay. So I can drive it. So I, I have my chauffeur's it. and I drive that, it. Because I was kind of doing the math in my head. I was like, man, so he's gotta get a CDLB. Mm-hmm. You gotta get a CDLB, but you gotta have a chauffeur's. So yes. Yeah. It's a non CDL because it's under 26,000. Okay, that that's kind of all I end up with. I don't know anything about learn about tariffs and all kinds of other stuff you guys have to go through. So that, that's crazy. But it happens in a lot of businesses I've noticed mm-hmm. where there's some sort of regulation you have to follow. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing that like all these business plans I write up. I'm always like, yeah. what are the regulations that matter? Because yeah. everyone's falling in. The government's got to get their cut. Not cash. <laughs> Car wash. So I talked to the new so, car wash guy yeah. in town. Young guy. I love seeing young people start businesses. He's got like 400 grand wrapped up in that, I think. I believe it. And because he redid the whole thing. Is right? that why it's $22 That's for right. a so, car wash? So I talked to him for like an hour. This but is you, you can just swipe your card and just you you can do that before. Orders. And it yeah. was 10 yeah. So they changed the soap. So it's a better quality soap. They changed all the... So this is what he told me. And honestly... <laughs> I he, put Dawn dish soap in it. <laughs> <laughs> No, hey, yeah, just... So Rob says, <laughs> "You don't know how it is, bro. I've used on this stuff out on the road, brother. It's the rest of the areas, bro. So when you get oil and grease on your hands, what do you use? No, I'm using it on my whole body. <laughs> use that grease. <laughs> they don't got a shower. We're using the sink and on this stuff, baby. I have at my shop because I don't have running water. I've got." Uh, Thing of Dawn dish soap. And, hell yeah. Um, I leave a five gallon bucket outside <laughs> so when it rains, it fills it up. Oh, hell yeah. Stick my hands in it, wash it with the soap, stick my hands in it, rinse it off, and I'm done. Darren, that's illegal, but <laughs> I'm all for it. You can't collect any water. I'm not collecting. Oh, I'm sorry. You're being used. Yeah. I purpose it, man. It's not like one of the business they thought to use recycling. It's a tax fraud. I just didn't. I just didn't pay him. I just pay him correctly. What do you mean? I don't want that tax evasion. That was tax evasion. He's saving water. Tax shelter. No, I'm not. Because I'm not letting the water go back into the earth. Well, oh, so not collecting. <laughs> we got him. We got him. We got him. borrowing it. Yeah, I'm borrowing. He's just going to sell it to Walmart later. You know, Walmart's only a $500 billion or trillion dollar stock, you know? So you never went to school for business or anything? No, I did one semester and dropped out. So how do you know so much about kind of shit? Research. So I, when I said I only watched like a hundred something movies, I just, I spend like all my extra time listening to like financial advisors and like people on, I should say podcasts. Really just, I don't necessarily listen to podcasts, but like all kinds of financial advisors on YouTube. There's so much information to learn on financial markets on YouTube that you don't need to go to college. I've learned way more in the actual field of business. Or just learning on YouTube than in school. Because in 
I did one semester at Curry one. I also was in auto technology with Robert Oates, which shout out to Robert Oates, awesome guy. Uh, I'm good. Thank you. I, I don't think Darren I also am good. Scared no, I'm good. Right now. Enjoying my soul. I did one semester of business and it was like how to start a business, how to form an LLC. This is all shit you can learn on YouTube. My first year of college was for business and it was like business communication. Yeah. Exactly. None so, of it matters. How do you write a business plan for fucking arcade games? Mine's only like nine pages long. I don't know if you guys did a business plan for years. Nope. Uh, we did like a half of one, okay. and that's as far as it went. It's like you're saying the same thing over and over and over and over. But Where'd you guys put your business plan? I can't tell you because it was like seven years ago. I got you. You've been in business for a while. Well, you know, obviously you got to have like. What, what your plans are for like the first year, you kind of have like an idea of what your your goals are, expectations, you know, whether it's equipment you want to list or what types of like routes. Like for my business specifically, I wanted to figure out what's the initial investment going into, what's the return year over year. And I wanted 100% APY. I want to be able to double net money every year. So if I put 10 grand in, I want 20 grand in. Um, you know, you know, minus will be 10 grand in, so it'll be 100% APY. So, yeah. There's not a lot of business that you can do that. And so I really started this arcade thing. I was like, you know what? If I can buy $10,000 of equipment, you know, assets, and all of the plush, all the toys, if I can make $20,000 as a net 10% for $10,000 of that, why not do it? Right. So ultimately, right. I'm only out 10 grand and I can resell the equipment. Yeah. So it's not like the 10 grand is gone. It's just stuck in equipment. And I know every arcade operator in the state, I can just call and say, hey, I got equipment for sale. And they'll say, they do. I'm going to say yes, and they're going to take it. Right. They won't say no to the equipment. Use equipment they might. Honestly, <laughs> this is why they were kenneled last week. They did so good. Yeah, my business plan is just more or less like what was the equipment coming in? What's the expectation? What's the long term growth? What's the route plan? Because I wanted a route that goes to Claire to West Branch because I work in Claire and Northern Logistics. So I drive 72 miles there, 72 miles back. So I wanted something that I could do on the weekends when I'm already running that route. I was going to offer like a, like a delivery service. I can deliver something to Claire and back. But maintenance on my vehicle, extra time, and having to deal with someone, you know, kind of what you guys do. I, I didn't really want to get into that kind of side of the business because I didn't know anything about it. And I didn't really want to have to stress myself on hauling trailers and stuff down and back and forth. I wanted something that was, I walk in, I get paid. This this kind of really hit the nail in the coffin on it, really. Yeah. I just bring the product in, I wipe the machine down, and cash. It's a pretty, pretty lucrative stuff. And I'm starting it really small. I really wanted to go balls of the wall I drop a bunch of money on this and just commit but I'm glad I'm taking it small because I got failed that's my problem when I when I do things is I just I jump head or I jump in head first <laughs> but I do everything so it's hard not to in business because you, you think oh my god it's mine yeah I'm going to take a big line of credit and just yeah. do it yeah it's scary it's like jumping in the deep you don't know how to swim deep fact I also don't know how to swim so. <laughs> well it's like when we first started I uh I was working at the local furniture store, and it was me and a buddy that worked there. And if it wasn't for them, we probably wouldn't be where we are now, because we were just kind of, you know, half in kind of thing. Yeah. And then something popped up, and they let us go. So they just kind of gave us the the push we needed, and you know, here we are now. That was. Uh, six years ago in a couple days that that happened. You guys have a partner or is it just you two? It's just us two. You guys are married? Yes. All right, so you guys are back. You're really committed. Mm-hmm. 
We're opening a new business. Well, technically, I have uh, the business I bought for my dad. Yeah. And um, we're opening a business in town. No free ads. No free ads. Um, Demons and expenses on our arcade coming into this new business. 25% revenue. Where I'm doing, like, uh, custom items, like tumblers, like these coasters that I did the coasters, stuff like that. They look really nice. I didn't see it close. They look really nice in the car. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh, so this isn't a three D printer. What do you guys use? Uh, sublimation. Oh okay, I got you. This is really nice. I love you guys. I don't know how long you guys spent on this, but this is actually really nice. I created it. <laughs> Thank you. So did you notice? You know what it is, right? I, I was supposed to ask. It's a, a crown, is it? No, it's a, a W and L and an N. And an N. For whole lot of nada. See. Not to, not, so we're going to stay on the topic of logos. The Nike logo. Businesses strive often. Mm-hmm. I don't have a logo, so I might be hitting you up after. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is really good. Claw! <laughs> <laughs> From Toy Story. Well, he's quoting, I think, I think he was uh, quoting Liar Liar with no, Jim Carrey. Not when they're in the... Oh. Yeah. Uh, we did the Pizza Planet truck. You know, those guys, you know, those guys are yeah. Yeah. It was a $200 pile of junk. Smelled like absolute dog shit. <laughs> Forget, broke down every delivery, but everybody requested for it. I love it. <laughs> I got the same shirt. Pizza <laughs> Planet. On the money. Jaren is on the money tonight, guys. Your in the money on the investment. I got this. I got mine at a thrift store, actually. Mm-hmm. At, at, uh, in Humble, Texas. Not to go back to that. Yeah, so what's the story with that? I got put my truck out into all my shit got smaller. So that's what they were telling us at Road Warriors that truckers are like <laughs> brutal with that kind of shit. Well, it's there's good fire. truckers, bad truckers. You got no. people that are. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say something kind of No, no he's no. moving for the convenience oh, of the dog. I hit the mic already. I was like, oh no. Did they interrupt? Um, yeah, no, truckers are really ruthless. You got, so there's four categories in Discovery. There's the old guy who drives the old. <laughs> Peterbilt. He's, he's ingrained with the Peterbilt. He lives in the Peterbilt. He's part of the Peterbilt. You got your newbies, which is us. Not newbies. It doesn't matter what your race is. And then you got your <laughs> immigrants who buy a $5,000 semi and they run down the road with no tires, no lights. There's <laughs> cock guys swerving, watching you know Disney Plus on the road and everything else. Yeah, um, um, my dad got hit by one of those people. I'm sorry to hear that. He okay. gives us a bad. I try to be as professional. Mm. I'm not on my phone at all. So when he got hit, it sideswiped his mirror, and the bottom part of the mirror on his truck landed on the dash of his truck because it came in through the window, bounced off of him, and landed in the dash. He got out of the car and walked up to the guy, and he's like, you just hit me. Yeah, sorry, I got a text. He told me about it. The whole kind of bad about Yeah, but... I mean, yeah, he's he uh, had some like his health is totally fine from it, but some yeah. other stuff. Well, that's but... good because it can make me really bad with accident for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth guy, I forget, but um, 
probably just a potty squatter in the hole in the floor kind of guy, you know? Oh, yeah, I've heard about those guys that cut the hole in the floor. Yeah, that's... They take a shit and it goes right on the drive shaft. <laughs> I feel bad for the people that work on semi-trucks, honestly. I feel bad for the Darrens, you know, working on trucks on the road and stuff. When we take ours, they said they had one of those come in one time. Like, get, the, get that thing the fuck out of here. Like, it's it's really embarrassing. It's disgusting. I've seen people at truck stops, like, have their bare ass out the window just taking a shit. I've seen people pouring their piss jugs out the window. I mean, piss jug I can see. Yeah, but pouring it ass. out the window. The pouring out the window is messed up. Go in, like, dump it in the toilet or, like, throw it away. Yeah, I mean, if you're at like, a truck stop. walking between the trucks and yeah. someone's just pouring it, you just walk under a, you know, <laughs> Fucking golden, golden shower. shower. <laughs> like, what? It's not fun. It hasn't happened to me, but I've seen it. I've seen someone get a golden shower at a truck stop. It's kind of disgusting. Well, we were at uh, Flying J one time. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, uh, every time we go anywhere, we just, I always leave the keys in it because, I don't know, it's just where I'm from. You don't have to worry about that kind of shit. Yeah, you're the pilot, you do. So we go, we go in, I get my scale slip and everything, go back to the truck. There's a, a truck next to us. He's like, man, you guys are brave. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, shit, you left your windows down, keys in the ignition, everything, doors unlocked. I'm like, yeah, so? He's like, you guys are fucking brave. Is what he said. Pilots are pretty bad. My truck didn't get broken into a pilot, but it was broken into a truck stop, yeah. yeah. So the question is, did he... Look, like, how did he see that the keys were in the ignition? Did he open the door? Did he climb up the steps and look in it? Because you can't see the ignition from... I think his truck was taller. Oh, so he was sitting in it and looked over. Okay, that makes sense. Crazy white boy. <laughs> he was. He was He was black. <laughs> He's a brother. He's <laughs> and, but yeah, Road Warrior, they're like, yeah, you gotta check your shit. Like, in the morning, get up. And because he said, they're like, Fucking guys will just buy your truck and just fucking, for no reason, just poke a hole in your tire or whatever. With a yeah, knife and it's happened to me. It's, it's like, why? Pull, What's? Pull, pull pins and yeah. shit. That's happened yeah. to a driver that we had not even long ago. It's like, if you're going to deal, like, why? Like, everybody should be, like, they got cut off on the highway the night before. You're probably that's, right. how it, that's how it goes. Just a bad mood and, yeah. And that's the word driver I saw earlier. Cut me off. Or a point hit the deal, and then the warrior driver drops the trailer and the rest of it, yeah. Happens all the time. It's fucked up. It is. It's also fucked up that we get cut off. So. <laughs> it's everything's fucked up. It's not really perfect. But I don't really look at it. I try not to look at like all the talent. I try to look at the good music. It try to look like Seth and Elias and some of my videos. Financial information. I don't watch it. Listen. I can't, I can't listen, I can't right. go on, like, me, Kevin doesn't have, like, a podcast, I have to listen to it. So what the hell is me, Kevin? He's just one of the financial advisors, like, Graham Stephan, uh, he's, like, more like the, the, like, the blue chip, or, like, more like the bigger, like, the, the Mr. Beast of the financial world. What's that guy's name in high school that we had to watch? Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey. yeah. You know, I don't want to go on the whole hour of Dave <laughs> Ramsey. I think Dave Ramsey's a good influence on a lot of yeah. I don't think all of his morals are well, I think his morals are good. I don't think all of his financial information is great because the whole idea of paying all your debt off is great. I'm I'm financially free and I love it, but you should also understand what leverage is. You should understand that it's okay to have a mortgage. Yeah. It's okay to have small debts as long as you pay them. Yes. You just gotta be smart. That's really 
Just wish I didn't have a mortgage. Yeah, no mortgage right now. Slick. But I also <laughs> live at home with mommy on the weekend, so I don't really have a whole lot to sit in public stuff. I don't know. I'd rather be in your position as well. It's, it, there's no bills, which is nice. I mean, we're lucky because we got locked in at like three and a half percent or something. Yeah, we refinanced yeah. in May of 2020. Like at the beginning. The beginning, yeah. Yeah, like May 2020, we re- refied. We yeah. went from a 30 year loan to a 15 year loan. Oh, okay. And our and payment went less, down. It, the payment was less had, than the. The interest rate changed a yeah, it was fucked up. I'm like, hell yeah, why wouldn't we do this? <laughs> well, even like me, like, everyone's like, oh, dude, why don't you build this A frame? I thought you want to build this big A frame. Like, dude, if I get a loan at like 8% right now, it's like three grand a month. Yeah. It's crazy. You gotta put a hundred grand down. It's fucking three grand a month. Like, why the fuck? All right, I can't afford no three grand a month. Even if they approve me for it, I'm still not gonna fucking take it. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. That's why we put our whole project on hold. 20 minutes. So hopefully, yep. this next. Year or two, everything's gonna change. And Are you looking to build or? Yeah. Building's nice. You, can, you know, it's all new. You can set it up how you want. There's no weird window mm-hmm. design that somebody did in the fucking right. 60s. And you know where all the wiring all is. The wiring is um, because our house is wired really weird. Like we had to go through and literally turn everything off and go a breaker at a time to figure out where everything is. Like the bathrooms are on the same breaker, but they're at the opposite ends of the house. So that's what we're hoping to do. We're, yeah. we first started off because I brought, I bought some property not far from you. What do you want to build? A house. Preferably a house. No shit. I'm sorry. Just a, a small box, an A-frame, traditional. Just a small thousand square foot. You find a building that's able to build a thousand square foot for cheap. Please keep me in your prayers and your business. I'll sell you one. Shut up, Rob. A contractor or a house? Because <laughs> I don't want to be an HOA. This is an HOA. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that's pretty good. No, is it? Oh yeah, my buddies all live down at Lake Oldmont. We're usually there. Lake Oldmont, it's yeah, it's a it's a jungle. Honestly, you got your college kids that are just drunk driving everywhere, and you got like sixty year olds that are like kind of cool with it, and then you get your sixty year olds that are like, get the hell off my lawn, you <laughs> son of the bitches. No, we've never had any problem at all since we've been here. No, we have good neighbors. I set my yard half on fire one time and no one said a word. Hell yeah, those are the kind of neighbors you want. It's like, you almost burned out my house, but that's all good. Almost killed my family. Oh, we were able to The only issue we had was there was a family that lived in the house, like Kitty Corner from us. They have a pool over there. And they would be like, it, the music would be loud enough when their son that graduated with me would be home, he would be over there, and you, like, we could have all the windows shut in the house and hear his music. It was so loud at the pool at, like, 11 o'clock at night. And the couple that lives directly across the street from us has two young kids. Screaming? Uh, they was, the music was keeping the kids up. Because it was so loud. But they moved, and we don't really have any issues out here. I just have a shot. I I also have a shot on that property. I put a hoist in this. I really wanted to build a garage, but everybody told me like 40, 50, 60 grand. I'm like, dude, that's just for a garage? Like, that's yeah. just not, that just doesn't work out. So, like, I You're talking like, like pole barn? Yeah, like a, like a traditional pole barn, because concrete yeah. was like $12 for a fucking story. Yeah. It cost so. me, it cost me, I got a deal, but it cost me six grand for a 
with no socks. Mm. It's a red flag. Yeah. Well, is is that, that, it depends. Is that it depends what she's doing. It depends. Were you just going outside for a second? So no. I wore. Listen, I'll explain myself. So I we went to town and went to the store, but I put my slippers on when I'm in the store because I'm more comfortable so in you those. Had your muck boots on. I socks on the way to the store. I did not have socks on. No, I put on my boots Fuck. and I wore, and I wore my boots to yeah, the store, and I took my boots off and I put my slippers on when I got to the store. It's because I. Can't, I don't want to wear socks with my slippers because my feet get too hot, and that extra step of taking my socks off before I put my slippers on is too much. Why, why didn't you just put your slippers on in the first place? I can't wear my slippers outside. Why you can't warm, you wear your slippers on with socks? What? Because then my feet get too hot if I leave my socks on with my slippers. But they're like not walking to your car. It's but, not like but they're not like these. But they're not these slippers. They're like soft cloth, like slipper socks. They're not actual slippers. So I put my muck boots on one time in my life with no socks, and it was the biggest regret I have. There was one time I wore them, and I made the mistake. Like I had something happen where I was going to be gone a lot longer, and I did have a little bit of a blister like on the back of my heels from not wearing socks, but I was supposed to be like a quick in and out thing and it didn't end up turning out to be that way. But like I'm and it's too nasty ish in spots to wear just like my hey dudes or something, so I just wear my boots. Well I mean in the morning I don't think it's not I mean like walking through a big ass puddle. Yeah. Yeah. Shit sucks. Well what's the difference if you're wearing if you wear your slippers in the store or if you wear hey dudes in the store? My my slippers keep my feet warm. So put socks on and wear your hate. Oh, I'm just more comfy in my slippers. I don't think you're wrong. I think it's fine. It's just it's a little weird. I've just been doing it for a long time. You don't wear you don't wear boots without socks. It just I'm not doing it forever. It's like you don't wear anything without socks. Do you wear socks without boots? Wait, yes, I mean, I am right now. <laughs> All right. Yes. Now, Jesus. <laughs> Reverse psychology, goddamn. I mean, if I... You're the one that's wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. I mean, if I wear my muck boots down in the morning to start the truck and back without socks, my fucking feet, like, they stick to the soles. In the and then you pull the sole on. And then you pull the sole, yeah. like, halfway out of the boot, and they're all fucked up. I'm not doing sweaty feet things. I'm just wearing them. For, my I don't have the chore boots like you do, though. Mine don't, aren't as... I wear them for two minutes to go down to the truck, to start it, and come back. They're not as... I don't think mine are as insulated as yours are. I don't know. Maybe my feet just don't run as hot as yours do. Mine are fucked up anyway. Your feet? Yeah, they're disgusting. This is something a married couple. You have disgusting feet. You don't wear fucking socks. You want to see my feet? No, you do not. Now that's fucked up. Good. I've seen people walk barefoot across the truck stop parking lot. I think I've seen it all. I don't want to see yours. I don't know. Mine are pretty fucked. Okay. Here's a question for you. Shoot. Truck stop shower. Do you wear sandals? Yeah, I got like the like the two dollars. Do you wear like swim trunks in the shower? <laughs> it's a shower. I'm getting all of them. It's not like it's a public it's a public shower. It's not like it's not like a prison shower. It's not yeah. like a high school shower. No, with a shower no. everybody. No, yeah. no, no, hey, nice no. dish. <laughs> it's 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 enclosed. It's nice. Like I'm because we get shower credits every time we fill up. So every time you get fuel, you get a free shower credit. So 
we get fuel all the time, so I'll just go in. If the if the bathroom's full of people, I just use the shower curtain to go take a dump. <laughs> Not in the shower, but that's a sound oh, that I sit down there. Right, <laughs> right next to the shower in the toilet. Big ball, <laughs> big ball, and call that. That's yeah, that's good. That's Quite what I shower credit. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather shit in peace than shower. Hundred, yeah, yeah. That, that's just the thing. Is you'll go to the truck stops. You'll hold two hundred twenty trucks. That's three toilets. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're just like, how does this make any sense? How is this? <laughs> that's a very good point. Like, there's no it holds two hundred twenty trucks. It's three fucking toilets. Like, yeah. That's not right, bro. It's like lifeboats on like a cruise ship or something. Yeah, Titanic. Yeah, I was just gonna say Titanic. So you've traveled all over. You've stopped at the I eighty truck stop, right? Uh, the, the world's largest the truck stop. World, yeah, yeah, I've been there a few times. I don't go there often because they don't go out west. Right. You got to like kind of earn going out west, and I'm kind of the, the yes, daddy. I'll, I'll kind of do anything. Yeah. Kind of east coast, kind of the, the the grungy kind of spots because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't it doesn't really affect me too much. I have a friend that lives in uh, just outside of Des Moines, Iowa, and no matter what, when we're going out to visit her, we either stop on the way there or on the way back because you don't have to fight over who wants what to eat because there's like 87 fast food places in there. I don't remember. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. There's like a Taco Bell, Dairy Queen, McDonald's, Pizza Hut. Like all the staples. Yeah. All the staples. It's like a big gift shop area. We'll stop when we go out for her wedding. I personally think it's a little overplayed. Like everyone it thinks is. it's like the coolest. It's to me, it's just a cool truck stop. Yeah, like, I don't think it's anything. Like I wouldn't recommend to somebody. Hey, if you're driving, like if, if you're driving by, go to it. Yeah, but don't go out of your way to go to it. Yeah, Try any cool. Yeah. What's your yeah. feelings on bussies? Bussies? Yeah. Oh man, I've been doing so. Oh, bussies! He doesn't know what it is. So it's, no like, it's like a large franchise gas station. It's like the Walmart gas station. It's, but it's a huge. But it's like, huge. It's huge. They have like hundreds of pumps. And... Like breakfast, all your like like yeah. prime rib. Yeah, like, like it's fresh. Then they they, they, they cut, cut it. it up on the table. You can watch them cut the, the meat up and. Oh, I see it together. Where, where is this? At? Fresh biscuit on the board. Yeah, that. Fresh biscuit <laughs> on the board. Where is that at? All over, all over the all over the country. But they don't them. let truck drivers park there, so it's kind of like a beat. Oh, they don't? It's like, no, oh. they, there's, there's signs. All, if you ever go to one, there's gonna be signs everywhere that say no semi trucks. There's some in Michigan. No, no, not in Michigan. Sure, no, no. There's one coming though. But the one, the one we went to was in Georgia. 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 Look it up. Road peaches. There was a girl with a thick booty in Georgia when I was driving down the highways. <laughs> like I actually hit the skid. I think Seth might remember. Someone else on the phone with my click. Someone on the phone. I was on the switch. I was like, damn, damn, that's a nice booty. And he's like, where are you at? Like, Georgia. I some Georgia peaches. And he's like, oh, yeah. Okay. So I just looked up closest to me and nearest Bucky's to me, and it looks like there's one in Kentucky. There's one in Indiana and Ohio. Is sure. there? So you may find one in Indiana. Because we did the side-by-side oh. trip. We stopped mm-hmm. in Indiana for one. So have Pretty you sure. ever come across any lot lists? Yes. <laughs> so, I love that you barely yes. even finished your sentence. Waiting. So it's only happened they? twice, twice in two years. The first one was with a trainer, and we didn't get involved with it. It was just happening. We didn't get involved. <laughs> the second one happened at a rest area, like a couple months back. It was, it was like four in the morning. I heard boom, boom. It was like I was dead asleep. I was like, oh shit! Somebody's waking up. Rest area. It's probably serious. Something burned down because rest area. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. So I go to the door. 
and it was the scariest black woman I've ever seen. Racist. <laughs> but this woman looked rough. I don't think I've ever seen someone look at that. I mean, I'm not the she most looks attractive like she looking got guy. Laid three times <laughs> in she, four hours. She, she got ran over by the bus. <laughs> they fell down the ugly tree branches or whatever Doctor Seuss fucking says. Like it, it was, it was scary, and I, I had to shine a light at her because I couldn't see her. It was so dark, I couldn't even see her. And like, and that's not her best. You couldn't that you Wow. I, it was so dark I couldn't see there's no lights in this restaurant. Yeah. So I'm shining a light at her and she's like staring at me zombie and I'm just like, Oh god, hi <laughs> I was like, What? And she's like, Oh, is it warm in there? And I'm like, It's very warm in here. Don't fucking wake my ass up again. I just like fucking roll the window up and she taps again. I'm like, Listen, lady, I'm gonna call the police if you don't fucking leave. And she's like, Oh honey, I'm not going anywhere. And I literally just called her I'm like, dude, I'm I'm fucking I don't give a fuck about what the age, the fucking hours logs. I'm just driving. I don't give a flying fuck about the logs. They're like, oh yeah, if you're if you're if you're threatened, just just leave. Like I got my gun in my like guns in my hand. I'm shifting gears, getting the fuck out of here. Like I'm not fucking dealing with this. And then she got on my catwalk. So you know what the catwalk is? So she was standing. Really? I was trying to leave, and she was standing. And I didn't Yo. know this. She was like, Stop! I was like, can I hit her? Now I'm fucking a zombie across my goddamn. Now I want to sign up for a porn the goddamn one East Coast. Now what I wanted to deal with, and I get actually it wasn't East. This is Flint, Michigan. This is Flint, Michigan. Or like, this was Lansing. This was the one that happened recently, and uh, it, it was sketch. I got out. She was like, "Let me get off. I was gonna catch a ride with you." And I'm like, "Oh my god." This on the catwalk. She's just on the catwalk, just chilling. I didn't even know where she was because I thought like I ran her over. Something. Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. I just want to leave. Good thing you didn't just keep going. <laughs> the next truck stop was like thirty miles away. It was like far because it was like Ann Arbor or something. I had to go pretty far. So it was five miles an hour down the freeway. She's just hanging out the because it was cold. This was a few months back. It was freezing cold out. So oh my god, god. Those, those are the only two times I don't really you don't really see it because like the pilots they take them out. You see a lot more people going and scamming people. Like, you'll see, like, Indian families. And that's just what they are. They're just Indian families. They'll go and they'll have their kids in the back. They're like, we ran out of, we ran out of money. We, we need food. We need food. And, you know, and they're like, we have all this jewelry. It's like fake jewelry, but they make it seem like it's gold or something. And truck drivers will give them money. And then they'll just leave. They'll have, like, a rental car and stuff. So that way they can't, like, get the plates. They'll just, like, get a rental car and they'll just bounce the next truck stop. Happens every day. <laughs> you see that all the time. Scam professional scammers. Yeah, professional scammers all the time. So we would have had a frozen zombie on the catwalk. That's the new. I'm uh, still stuck on that. I am. Titled <laughs> the whole podcast. <laughs> Black woman zombie stuck in the catwalk. <laughs> I think that's where Rob would get in trouble if he became a truck driver like that. Ruthless. Like, no, a lot later would come up and he'd be like, "Heard about you? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if the things are true." <laughs> Well, some, if they're good looking, they're cops. That's like the rule of thumb. If they're good looking, they're cops. Mm. They'll go and fish out like this. Yeah. I had a sick first hand, but I guess that's like a common thing. I believe it. Fuck dead. Fuck dead boy. Well, why? I mean, this is like prostitution, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, if you film it, it's just porn, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but no. So that's what you gotta ask. Can I film it? Are you filming this? I'm paying you. Afterwards, due to the film quality <laughs> on the OnlyFans, truck <laughs> driver does a lot with these pilot fucking flying day partnerships. Is that a fucking uh, category on Pornhub? 
Like, wow, I'm gonna look it up though later. Now that you mentioned it, I, I bet you it is. Probably is. I, have, I honestly haven't looked. Don't have even look. ask me to look that up because this computer Jamie, is new. Come <laughs> on, Jamie. It's no. probably in the same category as like prostitutes or escort. Yeah, escort. Some fancy word for it. Yeah. The orange YouTube, you can find anything. Honestly, <laughs> orange YouTube. Really I'm trying to be PG. <laughs> the skin tube. Yeah, yeah, they had to get rid of a while back. I don't know how much you guys look into this, but they had to get rid of like what, certain orange? <laughs> the orange YouTube's. They had to get rid of because they're they were with people that were like underage, like putting stuff out. So they had to like really crack down. Like the feds went after like porn and it was down for a while. What? Yeah, it, it was like a big thing like a year or two ago. Hmm. It was like a bunch of minors posting stuff. And they were like, well, we're just gonna let it happen, and then the feds got it. And they're like, no, you're not gonna let that happen. <laughs> Uh, nope. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, well, I'm not specifically her. <laughs> not specifically. Yeah, no, for sure. I should have gotten on that math water. I'm a collector of a lot of things. I should have gotten in on that. We talked about that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that, was our, jarts. that was our canning jarts <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, episode. Did you guys like buy like the Whistle of Diesel like, malt and shit like that or no? I did buy uh, a little tub of some asphalt from the freedom, freedom pack. Hell yeah, clean as hell yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Speculative items that yeah. be worth money later. Okay, yeah. In bath water. <laughs> but asphalt from the freedom pack. So, okay. <laughs> He's crying. Oh. That's a good spot. They also don't masturbate. <laughs> Listen, I have a daughter. Girls poop, okay? They poop. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> she used to not, and then you know after she used to not poop. <laughs> yeah, and after two years of not pooping, she well, finally had to yeah. poop. Yeah, then she started farting, and then it was <laughs> game over. That's the worst when you're cuddling, you know, and just all the stuff. It don't bother me. I laugh. I think it's hilarious. Really? She can. Rob does not think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I'll leave it. Well, that's good. I mean, that's a good boy. You gotta be able to laugh off the disgusting part. You just got to Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but... Take it when you her, get them. Her farts stink a lot worse than this. That's the thing with Brooke, is her farts don't stink. Oh, I don't okay. really stink. Sometimes they I do. Fun. Okay, I was going to say, because girls, I mean, it's, it's with, bad. When they, I mean, on the occasion that they, on the occasion, on the occasion that they do stink, I look at her and we both just kind of laugh. And yeah. Say, oh my God. Oh my God, that was awful. But uh, <laughs> it's not. Do you watch little people wrestling? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Shit. That shit's legit. I have a story about that. It's like I told her. Well, I'm not sure. I actually, Jason and I went to the strip club one night. <laughs> and I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was Bridget the Midget that was angry. And she did this whole special dance. She like threw like beer bottles down on the stage, like shattered them, and rolled around in the glass. Jesus. And then danced. <laughs> Man. It was kind of fucked up. How fucked up? Was fucked up. That was fucked up. And I don't know. Is that a thing? Like the midget thing? I don't know. Midget wrestling? That's 100% a thing. Like midget you, porn you, is a thing. 
thing. Do you it's like to watch are we midget porn? Well, we're supposed to say little Small people. people. Yeah, yeah, we should say little people. But I, they're I, midgets. Okay. That'd be a little too weird for me, personally. That, that's a little... little. Uh, little. That's what uh, Darren, let's, let's get to Is there a midget with a big cock? Probably. Probably. This has seriously turned Google. so quickly. <laughs> I'm not Googling this. <laughs> okay, but if Do he did, would it drag the ground? Yo, yeah, when he walked? Yeah, his name is Peter Gregg. <laughs> <laughs> First name Peter, let's <laughs> Gregg. Maybe it, maybe they just look bigger because they're smaller. Facts. Never seen one. Don't know. That's a small man. Five foot nine. Yeah, yeah, five nine. nine. I don't think I'm a small man. I think I'm a small man. <laughs> the dating house made you feel small. <laughs> Rob, you're five foot eight. Fuck off. I'll give you five eight and a half, well, but I'm taller than you. Then he's pretty much five nine. Five nine is. It's minutes. basically five eleven. Five. Five five eight and a half. You got to round up five nine. Okay, well then I'm five ten because I'm like five nine and a half. Is it five eight? Like actually the average for men? I'm average. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. I think it is five eight. Five foot nine inches is the average height of a male, and the average height for a woman is five foot four. Damn, I wish, man. It's the only girls I date or see. They're like fucking ten foot tall. Or they want me to be ten foot tall. It's fucking great. I'm sorry. I'm Thanks. I'm very above average. I was hoping to say a final thank you for having me having me on. You know, it's been an honor. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me yeah. yeah. Next cool. time, don't fart like a black ass. You know, I feel bad because really, I'm like, yeah, Seth's brother. It is Tom, but my fucking it's my, Tom. my dull headed ass is fucking blank. So now I feel bad. But I'm sorry, okay. Tom. All right. He just pulls in, and we go outside. He's like, I hope that's good. I'm like, in the yard. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I sunk in your grass. It's all right. I don't give a shit. Guess what? If no grass grows there, Rob doesn't have to cut it. I'm parked in my yard, so. Hell yeah. It's a good thing the the parking system in my truck works. Otherwise, if I just fucking roll down that fucking hill, you guys gotta see driveway. Fuck yeah, we do. So, anyway. Um. I mean, I feel like we could have went on and on and on and on about a lot of other things, but we'll just have to have you on again. Part two? Part two, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Can I share your Facebook page on our Facebook page? Okay. I'm also going to share the video or the, the podcast on Facebook. Woo! A lot of time I got to share. It. Should be <laughs> dropping like Monday around like 10 ish. 10 a.m. or 10 p.m.? 10 a.m. a.m. So yeah, this has been a whole lot of nada. Uh, like us, rate us, whatever you listen to the podcast. Deuces. Uh, anything else? <laughs> claw machines go claw machine. Dino so, well, last question. <clears throat> What's the secret for the claw machine? How to win? Yeah. Uh, he sets the, the win rate. Right? Yeah. 100% payout. That's why it's better than not to diss on your dad business because like, I kind of did earlier with the snap <clears throat> pop in there. <clears throat> It's more lucrative because I, I control the payout. There's no regulation on what it has to be out. So you can like make it like a 10,000 out of 100. We're fair though, we're fair. You, you can, you're, you're very likely to win like three to like three to like 12 plays, depending on what the machine is. Like very small machines, you can win like almost every time. Because the product doesn't cost. But the big machines, 
in the Bulbasaurs and the, I mean, they cost money, so I mean, yeah. Everybody's a winner. That's why I say it's a child casino. That's what it is. <clears throat> it's a legal child casino. There's no regulation on other than cat. Not yet. Not yet. There probably will be a podcast. It's all like in your office. office. The Michigan game. Like, right. we gotta do something about the child casinos. God damn it. <laughs> the game guy. He's the only one that's coming up in the Michigan uh, arcade space. Now we're actually gonna make rules. It's a monopoly. Alright, yeah, it's been a whole lot of nada. Yeah. Uh, until next week. Bye. 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 Bye.